0: I'm just starting to record because, uh, yeah. Why not? So we went to BW3s and there was a fully dressed Miami Dolphins fan, head to toe, super fan. Miami super fan.
1: Miami football pants, like literal pants that come down to your helmet. knees.
0: Helmet. Um, Black socks. Helmet. Black markers under his eyes. He put on
1: war well, paint on his face, and he was by himself yeah. at a table, not drinking.
0: And he was screaming when things happened, like screaming and scaring people around him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, we we may have had someone at our table doing similar things at times. <laughs> but but in his defense, he had on noise canceling headphones, so he couldn't hear anything yeah, going yeah. on around him. And right. if, you know, if you're with friends, you can make noise, <laughs> right? Yeah. He was just by himself. It was it was not. I'm pretty sure not that, cool.
2: I'm pretty sure that's forbidden. To go into a bar by yourself and scream, with face paint on, dude. I think you're missing that point. A- and his his he had a, you know
1: those, uh, those plastic batting helmets you can get at the at the baseball game. Yeah, Miami Dolphins batting helmet.
0: Yeah,
2: he had on
1: a hard, not a hard hat. Like, look at me, I'm a tough worker.
0: Like one of them nacho hats. Yes. 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 Uh, it was as it was, his hat. That was his hat. Anyways, we're here. What's Dominic doing? Flag? Flags? Oh, he had the flags on his car. Oh, that's he the had the flags track. on his car. Two Dolphin flags. You know,
1: like you, you put in the, wind, yeah. the, and the it, windows and they... And they,
0: it took everything in my power not to go knock on that window of that car and go, enjoy your first, play, your first round exit next week.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> true. That's, that's a fact.
0: Okay. Enjoy the fact that your quarterback has more concussions than I have kids. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I was rooting for the guy for a while because I was like, wow.
0: Oh, you liked him.
1: To have that sort of gumption. I could never but do But then it. when there was like two kids that were walking by, they had just come back from the bathroom. And then like, he just like, come on, you guys, come on. He scared the shit out of these kids. They startled. Yeah, they startled. But they're like looking at him like, what's, guy, what's that guy wearing? <laughs> I was like, all right, dude, you got to know your surroundings.
2: That's, that's Scott's favorite uniform.
1: <laughs> hey, Scott showed up today. Yeah. In a brown shirt.
2: Yeah. And you notice he's not here. No. No, he
1: took a nap. He left at halftime and took a nap. <laughs> no.
0: He said uh he was oh, because he's planning for a trip to Idaho and I said, Are you planning for how to get out of going to a trip to Idaho? Yeah. Right? I've heard good things about Idaho. And like we said, you know potatoes, so yeah. if if you're into it, then it must be good.
1: I think that would be a trip you'd have to actually plan for because you're like, What the fuck am I gonna do in Idaho? They you know have what? that we better think about it.
0: They have that giant,
2: giant potato house that you can stay in. It's really? shit, Yeah, it's like a house in the shape of a potato, but it's like oh.
0: a it's like a vacation house. Not an
1: actual potato, though.
0: Uh, no, it's just in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they come that big. What else is there to do in Idaho? Anyone have any thoughts?
2: I don't know. It's supposed to be pretty if you're into that kind of thing. They actually have commercials. You know, like, like Michigan has commercials, like but come yeah. to Idaho. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Dom's telling us what we should. Oh, it's the, uh, the Boise, Boise Potato, potato
0: bowl. bowl. Dom uh, can no longer speak. He just <laughs>
1: he just talks via
2: text.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like it, actually. Yeah. Maybe we can get him one of those voice boxes. I do like and that. He'd just be like, mm, you should go to the potato bowl. Mm, it's awesome. <laughs> Sit down, Dominic. Have a seat. We'll we'll uh, We'll unmute your mic for a little bit. We're still uh, we're still waiting.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry about the cod. I didn't know you guys were starting.
0: We weren't we didn't start. We still haven't started. yeah he isn't he has is not yet called in, Dominic. Oh, oh here we go. Call. Hello. <laughs> Hey, Andrew, it's Josh Rubin. Hey, Josh, how's it going?
4: Very well. Let me plug in my
0: headphones for you. All right. Wait, you guys didn't tell me Josh Rubin was going to be on the... Well, it's called Blindsided, Barry. (laughs) We're not telling you everything.
4: Oops, sorry, say that
0: again? Uh, I was just talking to one of the fellow people here. We've got uh, myself, Barry, uh, Joe, and uh, my son sort of listening (laughs) in, but he's not really doing anything right now. Um, Amazing. I appreciate you taking the time So what's wonderful about this podcast is uh, First of all, it's called Blindsided So we, we try and like take advantage of other people not knowing what's going on So at least at least one of us won't have any idea of uh, who you were and what you're doing They might have some idea but uh, So they'll be the idiot asking stupid questions I've got a bunch of great questions for you Because uh, I'm very excited to have you and, uh, and And I'm sure you've talked enough about a wounded fawn that we, we probably won't do a lot with it unless you want to. And, oh, it's all good. and ask you some, some cooler questions and uh, you know, and uh, I, I think you'll, uh, you'll have a good time. That's what it's all about.
4: Amazing. Amazing. Sounds good.:
0: So we're, you're, out, you're out in California right now?
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm in L.A.
0: Yeah. And you were born in Washington, D.C.
4: That's right.
0: And yeah. how long were you right. there? You've
4: done, your, you've done your research. I, w- I was—I uh, was never living in uh, DC proper, but huh. um, i uh, was born at the uh, GW uh, Hospital.
5: Okay. Um,
4: so, yeah, and then lived in Potomac, Maryland, essentially, till I was—I uh, oh, don't know—about eight years old. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. So my son in goes. New York. My son goes to uh, uh, Georgetown. So that's um, oh, right. very very yeah. familiar with the area.
3: Let's go Hoyas. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, um, my so,
4: brother was bullous, uh and uh, Holding Arms. My sister and I don't know that might be a little far from you guys, but yeah, we're we're no strangers to that to that hood. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's uh, I'm still there quite a bit. Um, so, what brought you out to California? Your your parents? You moved on your own?
5: No, I
4: moved out. Actually, I, I got a pilot some years ago. I was actually actually after meeting a uh, i was one of the last holdouts of, from what i can recall living in uh, new york my actor buddies and um i got a i got a gig and a pilot and i thought that was probably the probably the sign that i should uh i should go and join the rest of my um my buds who who took the leap and uh yeah it's been it's been pretty awesome i, I was such an east coaster and now i i can't i i don't want to say i can't imagine moving back but um you know, for lack of a uh, for lack of better uh, uh, better aspiration, um, <laughs> it's, so, it's great weather.
0: Yeah, so you, I mean, you don't miss the snowstorms.
4: <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I kind of do. I had my little Christmas meltdown. You know, like why why don't we have any snow out here? But uh, you know, I, I don't I don't envy my buddies who have to shovel and uh, you know whose whose sneakers get get uh, ruined every season
0: well I, it, I miss that if it's any com- compensation uh i believe the day before christmas and christmas uh it was like negative 10 here uh, so there's there's like a race i do every year and they canceled it because it was too cold out
4: oh man <laughs> yeah i can't do that that'd be brutal
0: yeah uh, <laughs> i got a question for,
1: hey josh this is joe so hey. um as so andy and i just spent all day at a bar watching football So being from the D.C. area and the East Coast, do you follow a certain NFL team?
4: You know, when I was a kid, it used to be called the one I ever did. The the quick answer is no. Um, But uh, when I was a kid, it used to be problematically called the Washington Redskins. (laughs) The only only football team I ever followed uh, was the future problematic one um but no i mean I, I i took a karate class once and basically quit that's about as as, as sports savvy as i am <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you one of our guys who's not here today is scott and he uh he is very sports ballish and he yep. showed up today to watch the game in his Cleveland Browns jersey, but he was like happy my wife was there because I was like, "Oh, now you guys can talk girl stuff."
1: It actually might have been Carol. It actually might have been
0: Carol's shirt that he was wearing. Yeah, his wife. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, so uh, I'm from the, uh, Massachusetts originally, so I was rooting for the Patriots, and uh, we were just talking oh, about. Yeah. We we're talking about some crazy I mean, I'll fans root
4: there. For any East Coast team, I'll just still make that very clear right off the bat. That's for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: That's, so you didn't, helpful. so you didn't root for the Rams last year, right? You, I,
4: uh, I did not.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. an that's that's the right I'll, I'll
0: led you with that question. Yeah. Yes, so I, perfect. I did want to say congrats because a wounded fawn ended up on a ton of top 10 lists this year. That must feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh,
4: it really does. It really does. It was, uh, kind of nuts like my my first two films out of the gate even though they were like code like truly COVID movies i mean released like in the middle of the pandemic um the fact that they were on a few top 10 lists was pretty rad but then just you know that that the quote-unquote third year in a row my just kind of being involved um in the uh in the world of genre for people to you know for me to have been involved in something that that you know w- was on any list is just it's it's pretty cool so um yeah i'm 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 blown away that every year there seems to be or at least for, for this now third year in a row there seems to be some horror news that i'm in some way a part of but yeah. I, I think it's time to step back and actually, actually <laughs> hopefully film something again soon so i don't oversaturate the media with my same, same project here
0: it's sort of funny because i mean you didn't start out really in horror right i mean you did a lot of uh, comedy
4: that's that's exactly right i my start was in comedy um and uh but you know i i was a horror lover first i mean mm. My, my sister um, in in Maryland in Potomac where we grew up I mean she was the one to basically like let me into a room where she had a TV and let me watch you know Friday the 13th movies on cable which they would air in the yeah. 80s um, you know and I could be seven years old watching a guy get a spear to the head um, and uh, it, you know that 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 that, that and Freddy Krueger I mean that really, that really tipped me over the edge, but no comedy was essentially, you could call it the start. That was how I sort of broke in. That's how people most know me, which is, which is pretty great.
0: But, but you you can see that influence on, on, you know, even the wounded fawn and, uh, and scare me and stuff like that. Like there, there is comedic elements to it. I, I have a hard time explaining a wounded fawn to people because it, it's, it, it runs the gamut from what I think is some really, really uh, good... You, both of you are really great in the movie, but um, oh, there's some funny parts to it, but man, I mean, <laughs> that ending... I, I, part of me says <laughs> that ending is so funny, but at the same time, it ain't. <laughs> and it reminds that me of... So uh so fun there's a couple other movies out there where they just keep running stuff through the credits and it's like, Ooh, um, yeah. I uh, mean, yeah, that, yeah. that, that ending itself, I mean, is worth the price of admission for anybody, but, uh, Oh,
3: thank
4: you. It super, it was super fun to do. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's Travis Stevens for you. Just being like, let's get weird. Do you want to go for it? And we were all just like, absolutely. Yeah. It, was, it, was,
0: it was awesome. I like, I really enjoyed, uh, and, uh, we, uh, we need to do something. Um, I thought was really well done and sort of, uh, under-discovered by a lot of people.
4: I need to see that. That was, um, uh, Josh Mallerman's film. Yeah. Right? He was a writer on it. Yeah. That's cool. That guy rules.
0: Yep. Um, so I had a question, um, yes, sir. as far as what was your favorite horror movie for 2022?
4: You know, it was kind of an outlier. I don't hear many people talk about bodies, 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 but I really loved Helena like ensemble pick. I thought it was just so rad. I thought the performances were so good. Rachel Sennett really blew me away. Um, And uh, it was just so funny. I also saw it in um a gigantic theater with the Par- the paramount to the paramore i should know this uh in in austin for south by southwest uh-huh. where it's, for its debut and so it was just like a raucous crowd and uh, super fun and super loud big laughs big jumps um so the experience of it was pretty cool but it was actually when i saw unfairly um in uh in in 2022 that's actually going to come out in 2023 so i don't know how how fair how it falls under your uh the jurisdiction of your question so to speak but uh there's this movie called sick written by kevin williams creator of scream comes
5: out friday coming to peacock yeah
4: yeah i'm i'm a little frustrated it's 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 coming to peacock because it It makes no sense it it was just i thought it was like astounding i just thought it was so fun so so good. Um, couldn't get over it. Great performances. music, young actors and John Hyams, who did Alone, which is just a rad thriller, a stalker thriller that's on Netflix. Was just like, it was it was uh, it totally blew me away. I mean, I can't remember the last time I was like shouting at the screen, um, and uh, that was me at the at, at Fest when I saw Six. So I I saw it in twenty twenty two. It's going to be out in twenty twenty three. That mm-hmm. one really really uh, really um, blew me away.
0: And so my follow up question is what, what non, uh, horror film for 2022, uh, would you recommend?
4: Oh man, that's great. Well, there's one that I, I hadn't seen until 2022. I'm going to mispronounce the name called, uh, Jean, I think it's Jean, Jean Delmain. Um, it's a French film, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know the, uh, I, I need the full title, but basically it's, um, it basically follows a woman in a series of the same locked off shots that she she follows through her routine in her in her flat, um, while also uh, sort of taking care of her son um, and varying domestic duties, but also um, she's a sex worker. And it's treated very, very groundedly, realistically. Um, I kind of couldn't get over how enthralling the film was. But again, I think this movie came out in the '70s, so not fair. Mm-hmm. But properly of 2022, non-har. I'd have to say, I guess off the top of the dome, the one I can remember most, kind of going and watching. It wasn't genre. Most of what I watched is genre. Was was Tar. About Todd Field's yeah. Tar was really rad. Um, I love Little Children. His uh, his I guess it was his sophomore effort. Um, one of my favorite films,
1: maybe of all time. Uh, but yeah, tar, tar rules. Yeah. Hey Josh, uh, Joe again. So, yeah. So I, first of all, I'm 55 year old. This is the best. <laughs> and I, yes, I, I don't like scary movies they, <laughs> because they scare me. Right. So <laughs> my wife accepts it. A lot of my friends accept it, but I want to get into scary movies. So like, would you have a suggestion on like how I could like dip my toe? in the scary movies genre and work Ooh, my way up.
4: Well, have you ever seen uh have you ever seen Ghostbusters? Have you ever seen
1: Beetlejuice? <laughs> I have seen Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice and while I don't know, I don't want to say they're scary. Uncomfortable. Yes. They're uncomfortable. And what
4: about uh what about Kevin Bacon and Tremors?
1: No. Oh uh, that's Tremors that's is a good an one. awesome
4: place to start. Okay. I think that's a really good I mean it's one of many gateways. I think that's a pretty solid gateway. That's like Good enough for a 50 some odd year old man is very right hard, but also good enough to show your like 10 year old nephew. I think okay. it's like a pretty, like it's, it's like a little, a little gory, but like not too bad. It's, it's I find a good, a
1: good intro. I find that like, which is weird because I find that the stuff that doesn't scare me, well, scares me less is the stuff that could really happen. So, like an axe murderer, you know, that kind of stuff. Sure. I find it bothersome. And I, you know, if it's, you know, if they're going to jump out at me, it's scary, but like, ghost and shit i just i can't do it it's, i can't do it yeah so. yeah
4: it's go ghosts ghost the devil all that stuff yeah, really I, freaks me out you know yeah. especially if, if if done well anyway i mean oh. i still have a hard time watching the exorcist but it's a fucking masterpiece
1: along those lines like what is your scariest movie like
4: uh it, you're you're gonna laugh um i mean it's the only film that that Made me almost cry. It was so frightening. Was this is unexpected. Now, Paranormal Activity Two, that, Paranormal Activity 2, two, scared me so bad. Not not, not, not one. even one. <laughs> I mean, one is one is pretty scary, and 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 yes, that freaked me out to no end. Paranormal Activity Two was like a, an assault on the senses. I thought I, I there is a scene. Like twenty-year spoiler alert with like I I believe, what a character is dragged by an unseen force down nope. like two flights Jump of stairs out. across. Nope, dude. I, I was just like, <laughs> uh, there was just something about. You, typically, that sort of thing doesn't bug me, but. It being like surveillance footage in the house and no music and just screaming, and I, I was just like, this is, this is too much. It's it's like as if you're watching someone really get tormented by a thing. Um, but uh, I'll say if you haven't seen Poltergeist, though, too, that one is just that's also just like a beautiful film. It's still like a little freaky, but you've, um, you've that it. one just
0: that the- Poultry because um, I was at the age where stuff like that would scare me. Is that uh, that clown? I mean, I mean, no, hard. is Absolutely. that is yeah. that
1: where she goes into the kitchen and all the cupboards are open and the the chairs are on the table?
0: Yeah, that's that yeah, movie. No, forget about it. I yeah, can't yeah. Watch, I can't yeah. watch that. <laughs> so I also was raised on horror. I'm watching movies. I should probably. I think my I was mm, seven or eight when my parents took me to see Aliens and you
3: raised me the same way with vhs
0: yeah i raised my son the same way yeah you know he he got indoctrinated early so i mean i grew up with like the same thing like friday the 13th uh evil dead uh all that stuff which you know i would say if they had remade evil dead and they wanted to use a a bruce campbell type character you would have been perfect for that because i i feel like you have that you. you have that same uh Th- that same vibe about you, which is anybody who knows me knows that when people ask me, you know, if you could be in any movie, it would be it's like, evil dead.
4: <laughs> I mean, I, I just put it on. Thank you for saying that. That's a massive compliment. I, I put it on the other day. First of all, the dude is, it's unfairly handsome, unfairly, <laughs> uh, has unfairly, uh, adept physical attributes, like the way he can throw himself around and mess himself up. is just, it's, uh, sort of phenomenal mm-hmm. and, i mean he's horror. he's horrors tom cruise he does his own stuff
0: yeah
4: um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> excuse me yeah it's uh it still holds up so so beautifully also i just appreciate how like how quickly they get into it like he's like hey honey come in this room wow what's this recording that conjures demons
0: yeah uh, so yeah yeah, well, I mean, I think you could do a good job there because I, I get a lot of the same vibes off of you. Like you can do <laughs> you can do funny, you can do serious, you can do whatever in between, which is which if, is fun.
4: If you're a big Evil Dead fan of you and you haven't seen Deadstream yet, you got to check. I,
0: oh, out Oh, I saw that, Deadstream. I loved it.
4: Those those guys are just they, they're the next Sam Raimi. Joseph and Vanessa Winter are truly. I mean, they'll, and, they'll and be yeah. You know,
0: their segment in uh, VHS ninety nine is phenomenal. Brilliant it's just so so good Yeah,
4: that's a good word for it I mean it was actually when I was like wow with with few resources boy did you guys kick this
5: thing's ass
0: yeah it was the best segment in my opinion and I'm a big VHS (laughs) fan I love I love uh, 90% of the VHS stuff
5: yeah yeah same.
0: yeah Um, Barry you have a question no I'm good (laughs) <laughs> we didn't really, we didn't really prepare Barry too much, so um, oh.
2: I think Hellraiser is the scariest movie I've ever seen. Exorcist oh, uh, terrifies me, ooh. truly, but Hellraiser is just like I can't even watch it. I, I watched it once. Is
4: really, yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I actually saw Hellraiser for the first time, a 35 millimeter print at the Arrow Theater not long ago. I mean, truly, mm-hmm. like it's Beyond Fest, um, like I want to say a few months ago. I just thought it was so brilliant. Like, yes, it's it's freaky. Like I could see seeing that as a kid just absolutely would mess me up forever. But um
2: I was 19. kind, right? of, a, kind of a brilliantly
4: okay. <laughs> I, I mean I was 30 I was 39. I was just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Um
2: Don't yeah, watch that movie, yeah. John. No. Do not it's watch wild. that
1: movie. It'll be one of the last ones I watch probably. Yeah, don't watch Hellraiser. Besides Paranormal <laughs> Activity 2.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, please don't. That one will just <laughs> oh god.
0: So, obviously Werewolves Within was a huge step forward for you. Correct. Um, and it leads me to a question. What's your favorite thing to do? Direct, write or act?
4: It's really, really tough. Um, I, man, it's hard to answer. I think these days I I would, would be directing directing is awesome. It's, it's basically, you know, it's it's a storytelling on steroids. Um, it it's uh, it scratches all sides of my, uh, my 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 lizard brain film film loving um, self um, to be able to make the the kinds of stories that I would have loved to watch as a kid. Like Werewolves of End does kind of feel like that. It's sort of why I wanted to dedicate the, the amount of time. You know, it's such a commitment to make a movie, but you know, it's it's a, it's a year and change of your time to, to make these things, um, that, that's why directing is just so great. It's like, wow, you can, you can sort of, um, not choose your own adventures, the wrong comp, but you can, uh, you can provide one block of the building blocks of, um, you know, uh, gateway horror, or horror legacy. And and that's why filmmaking is so exciting. But, you know, then something like Wounded Vaughn comes along It's an acting challenge. It's like, well, there's, uh, there's no more joy, I find, in in acting, um, especially with someone like Sarah Lind, with the freedom mm. that someone like Travis Stevens um, gives me. But I think I think overall it's filmmaking, that level of creative control. And also, you know, I want to, um, without getting too sort of preachy about this issue, you know, it's a very privileged, very closed off um, uh, circle and community that of filmmakers, not many people um, uh, get the opportunity to, you know, peek behind the curtain, let a, Let alone um, make films, uh, not just horror films, any sort of kind. So as, as long as I'm a, um, you know, one of those like lucky Caucasian 30 something male filmmakers, I'm going to do my damnedest to, That's you know, I, I, I am like truly on the forefront of uh at the responsibility of, of making sure that you know just because I'm the one behind the camera doesn't mean that everybody needs to look like me um in front of the camera or that everybody yeah. around me needs to look like me. And so um, that's exciting for me to be able to help use use filmmaking, use like making scary stories like whatever kinds of films I want to make as an opportunity to, send the elevator back down to people who you know wouldn't have had the opportunity to like have the acting school paid for mm-hmm. you know like i i was able to like go to new york city as an 18 year old and live in a studio apartment and go to acting school for like mike nichols is one of my teachers not everybody wow. has that you know has that opportunity of course i didn't go to college there was a college fund saved, saved up and such but you know that was that was what i wanted to do not many people have that opportunity so like i want to I want to send the elevator back down. If I can be like a, you know, Mark Duplass level at some point, anyway, mm-hmm. the way that he, you know, helps folks out. I want to do that for certainly for filmmakers if I can.
0: Well, you had a great cast in that film, and obviously, sure uh, even in Scare Me. Um, yeah, which. I was trying to figure out, I'm like, wh- wh- where's that woman from? Where's that woman from? And then Joe was like, <laughs> well, that's Stormfront. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, she's so good in the, and scare me. And then I'm like, where have I seen her else? <laughs> you know? And that oh, was only yeah. a couple of years ago. Um, so, I mean, you yeah. uh, do you, do you, when you're directing, uh, do you get involved in, you know, trying to whittle down who's, who's going to be uh, in your cast or do you leave that up to the, the casting director?
4: It's a collaboration. I'm very involved in casting, just as an actor, and also someone who has uh, major anxiety about working with jerks. Um, <laughs> I do uh, I do asshole checks to make sure that people that you know, or at least I, I hold my casting director over the fire, like Gail Keller on. Um, on werewolves was just so great and just sort of telling me like, yeah, I've heard, heard a couple things about this person, you know, just so, you know, it's like, okay, well, I probably will not be, uh, you know, chomping to the bit to work with them. What about this person? Yes, they're great. It's like my, my main thing with casting is, are they a good human being? Are they, you know, you're, you're casting chemistry, mm-hmm. um, uh, a good deal of time. That is, that is so crucial um and uh so i'm i'm very involved to to that degree absolutely um but i love when a casting director I mean, the most exciting thing about working with someone like gail just as an example is she'll be like have you thought of this kid who's on um what we do in the shadows he's very funny i'm like oh harvey gian i've never heard of him before i love his look and then you then you know you're you're then given the opportunity to 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 work with harvey gian on one of his, you know, early mm-hmm. films before he goes and takes over the world. So that, that type of that type of opportunity is super exciting when, you know, and, and, and is and is the type of opportunity that's, you know, um, presented when working with uh working with a great casting director.
0: And and you did go back to you got to be on the East Coast to film that, correct? That was in was in I your did. Hudson, New York? Is that where it was? It
4: wasn't too far from Hudson. It was yeah. actually in a a place called um Fleischmanns for the majority of it, we're shot at this, this awesome spot called Spillion, um, which is a place you can actually go and have a drink or get married. Tell Mark and Lee that Josh sent you. They'd love it. Um, uh, it's a great cozy spot. And as soon as we walked in, we were scouting all these different locations. We were kind of racking our brains. Where the hell is this, this inn going to be when we saw this spot and we just fell in love with it. And all of us, we were just like, this is, this is the Beaverfield Inn. We can't, we can't go wrong.
0: Now, did you film that in the winter time? We sure did. We, we went up there in
4: January, February, uh, for snow and we didn't always have
0: snow. Mm, yeah.
4: Um, which was, uh, you know, the irony of <laughs> terrible climate change. What's that?
3: Terrible climate change.
4: <laughs> I mean, it, I honestly, it's like, I, I, what gives, you know, like we, we would, we would have snow when we, when we really didn't want it or need it. Um, and then we, uh. We didn't have it when we really 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 wanted it um so it was uh it was a real it was a real time
1: so when it comes to directing what is your least favorite aspect of directing
0: like what what's like one thing
1: you it can be as mundane as as you know like i don't know i don't like to brag but i was also a director oh
0: yeah <laughs> oh well, that's why i brought it up so joe yeah. could joe could brag about his <laughs> directing uh, oh yeah i mean you've uh, heard of, have you heard of the twinsburg community theater obviously he yeah. has uh, <laughs> you've heard of the production called mary poppins right yes
1: it obviously
4: a classic it's
1: kind it's of a scary deal. it's kind of scary but <laughs> anyways uh, so i directed that i directed that this summer and i i okay. loved it right i hated scheduling scheduling everybody's rehearsals and like, you know, who can make it, who can't make it. And then like, that was just the bane of my existence as a, and I spent most of my time scheduling. So like when you get to the director on your level, what's the one thing that like takes up your time that you're like, man, I, I hate this aspect of directing.
4: You want to hear something that I literally just heard an interview with Ryan Johnson. He was talking about basically answering this, this same question. Um, with, uh, in regards to, to the glass onion, you know, film that just just came out. and um, it was that terrifying moment, or it is that terrifying moment, when an actor comes up to you with a question that might break the logic of your entire empire. <laughs> and I thought that was so brilliantly put, I was like, oh my God, that's that's right. My, my least favorite part, is when an actor, and it's so fucked up to say, pardon my, pardon my French, I don't know if I can swear, I know there's young people oh, yeah. um, about, but um, it, my least favorite part is, is um, the confrontation which really isn't a confrontation, which speaks to my my fragile psychology, where I'm 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 labeling literally a question a confrontation. I should go to therapy or back to it. Uh, but uh, it's sometimes it's, it's it's the interrogation by an actor when I when some logic doesn't necessarily make sense. And I only it's I not the actor I dislike or the question I dislike. I dislike the way it makes me feel. Um, I dislike that it makes me nervous. I can prep. I can do the, the color correct. I can I can watch an edit that's awful and know that it can be fixed. But there's something about when an actor isn't quite uh, doesn't quite get why you're doing something and needs that explanation. I feel like I have to I have to protect myself or or prevent myself from treating it like an attack. And is that um, is so that mostly the, you know
1: is that mostly has to do with like. Like the script, my fragile or, or... psychology entirely. <laughs> no, I was thinking like, is it is it normally like a an issue they have with the script or your direction or sometimes you
4: know I don't I I have to I have to pat myself on the back to a degree and say like you know the I haven't often gotten you know like um, pushback on my direction. Sometimes okay. yeah. always happy to answer. Questions into the logic of that. It's usually you know why, some some sort of why, why. am I saying this? You have yeah, to understand. Okay. I I was a terrible student. Terrible. Um, I got a nine fifty on my SATs, which in Maryland matters. Um, <laughs> and uh, so when I when I feel like I'm suddenly like even at a trivia night, if someone calls on me, I will totally seize up. <laughs> when it's the most simple question what color is the white house like i would totally not get the answer correctly so i think it has to do with like a bit of the my trauma of being a shitty student um that you know where it comes to get me where it's like some people love and i've i've watched directors and this is why i still love to act i've seen directors handle these sort of logic issue questions you know i i had a couple actors like you know bump up against the logic of you know in during werewolves within i remember One actor responded to it before I could even get my mouth on me. He's like, "Uh, what's the logic of a werewolf? This is a werewolf movie. Like, (laughs) where's the logic in that? I I, I thought that was uh, a really nice rescue. Um, But uh, I think it just it has to do with just sort of my my own psychology. And it's an interesting it's an interesting um, challenge that I'm going to have and will be one of my life lessons. As I continue making films and I continue working with more and more established, more opinionated, let's say, actors is you're going to have to learn to have these types of conversations and also learn when to firmly say, trust me Mm -hmm. Um, and not not shut anybody out and not say shut up and trust me. It's I I need you to you know, the sun is going down and we can't we can't change that. and We have to move. Right. And I don't want to rush you but um you've got to trust me on this i, I i'm going to take care of you and i, I am I, I that i can guarantee that i will do every time i'm going to go in and i'm going to prep i know the movie's going to look good and you know being the the dense um you know uh, bad student that i was um that is why i over prep is to make sure that you know we're not gonna we're not gonna get into any any crazy issues where people aren't aren't going to um you know understand the heart of any any major logic I'd say.
1: Did you do any community theater? I mean, no, did oh you sure, supposed- Woodstock Youth Theater, baby.
0: Uh, oh, so you were up there?
5: Okay,
4: absolutely. Yeah, Beth Lipton, she was my artistic director. I was in Arsenic and Old Lace, and oh God, Grease. and I mean, yeah, just you, you name it. It was we, we did we did so many plays. It was it was a good time. And I mean, that's where you- I cut
1: my teeth, rad. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't you uh, think that's where most people cut their teeth? Is in
0: community theater. I think so. (laughs) Joe's Joe's boosting himself up right now. Everybody I know, I'm like, where else? I I started in community theater. Yeah. I'm just like,
1: you should be like, hey, I want to go be in this TV show or this movie. I mean, you normally, you got to have your resume.
0: I I lucked into everything I've ever done, by the way. (laughs) I mean, I went from community Uh, theater to tripping into acting by mistake. So. Um, wow! Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's how it happened
4: for Robert Duvall, you know.
0: But, but but I am in Ohio, so the the rules are different here. <laughs> A little here. I mean, I've taken I've I, I you know took classes as soon as I I, I was encouraged because somebody saw something. Yeah, um, yeah. and but there you go. yeah, there the 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 opportunities are few and far here, but I've made the most of it. So, um, that's so. Awesome. I did notice something and this is one of our more offbeat questions is a lot of the stuff you've done is take, takes place in cabins. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. I can't get away. Well, you know that we know it's wonderful about them. They're inexpensive.
0: <laughs> that's and, what uh, I was going to say. Is that, is that a, is that a choice based on, okay, well, you know, if we do it here, it's going to be a lot easier. Um, or is it oh, just, completely. that's where the story happens to be?
4: Oh no, it's, it's uh if we do it here, it's going to be easier. And you know, it's, it's it's uh, even better when you can fill it with um with uh, inexpensive act inexpensive actors mm-hmm. like myself. Yeah. You know, so if uh <laughs> if you can you can fill it with a Josh Rubin, you've got yourself, you know, a a theoretical uh a theoretical hit.
0: That that so may that change for you soon though. You you might have to move from that, cabins to something bigger.
4: That's true. And I'm, you know, just for everybody's information, I'm bursting out of my condo. So if anyone can, has any advice, um, uh, for me and my wife, that would be, that'd be awesome. We should just get out of the movie business. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I, uh, uh, I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so another question I had, another more fun question is what do you do for fun? What do you have a hobby? Do you have anything you do to just get away from, uh, the day to day of, uh, the entertainment industry?
4: Well, over – typically it's hiking, Um, Mm. uh, and I'm one of those L.A. hike people. I don't do anything like super crazy, Um, but we live right by a park, and we're in it just about – my wife and I are in it just about every day or every other day. It's raining like crazy here, so not too much recently. Um, But over Christmas break, I picked up my Nintendo Switch for the first time (laughs) in – I don't know, a year and three months or something. And it's just been awesome. Uh, Maybe too awesome. Um, I should probably uh, put it down every once in a while. Um, But it really, my wife is so awesome. She's a filmmaker too. And she was just like, I really like seeing you not stress out about work and just stress out about, you know, whatever it is, killing zombies. Mm -hmm.
5: Um,
4: And uh, I do too. Uh, but that's that's been the recent um, the recent hobby that you know that's that's really kind of helped me not stress out about I don't know story logic or something.
2: Hey Josh, it's Barry. I finally thought of a question.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been working for twenty minutes I, solid. I don't but... know
4: anything about the Rams.
5: Okay.
2: <laughs> okay, so we had another director on Eric Swinderman. He's a local uh, filmmaker here in in Ohio, and we ended up talking for a good part of the podcast about Star Wars because he's a huge fan. I noticed that you played. A, star, a stormtrooper specifically twice in two different yeah. things, improv everywhere, and also TK three hundred and sixty, which is a Star Wars fan film. Uh, is that a coincidence, or are you a huge fan?
5: Uh,
4: total coincidence. Oh, okay. I I'm uh, I'm a fan of those films, kind of generally. I'm I'm not a um, I'm not even an Arden fan. I okay. would say I just I appreciate them. I'll go see them in the theater. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you the name of any, you know, any alien species or anything.
0: Um, <laughs> okay. Me neither.
4: It was su- super fun to do.
0: It drives these guys crazy. Cause I, I will purposely mix up star Trek and star Wars.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I Star Trek. I, I loved. I even read the books and stuff as yeah. a kid, especially Star Trek Generation. Yeah. Nice. I,
0: I had those yeah. uh, illu- not the illustrated, but the picture books that that only they re- they recap the uh, episodes, and uh, oh sure, and they used to take pictures from the actual show uh, with the with the uh, storyline, and I loved those. Oh damn! Yeah, wish That's I correct. still had them.
3: I wonder what's the best green alien to draw. What's that? What's the best green alien space woman to draw on? What scene? you your like, picture. Oh, uh
0: huh. From Star oh, Trek? Wow. Yeah, yeah, what one's the best? That's a deep one, Dominic.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so I'm going to be cognizant of your time. and won't take up more than another 20 minutes if that's cool. Um, yeah. But uh, I had another offbeat question. So you remember the viral campaign for Smile? Yes. Where sure. people were. Coming up mm-hmm. in various locations, it's just smiling into the cameras at like ball games. And now, recently with Megan, Megan's been walking around streets everywhere, freaking people out. Oh, yeah. What do you think would have been a great viral campaign for a wounded fawn?
4: Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> taking a bunch of women up to a cabin and uh, <laughs> making them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, that's a joke.
2: Um, like, yes, I know. <laughs> sounds like a Craigslist ad. So
4: I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, maybe uh, something having to do with uh, an art gallery. Um, yeah. Taking a bunch of women to an art gallery might uncomfortable. I think that would be. That would probably be.
2: And murdering them. And, murdering. <laughs> uh,
4: and then, well, and then murdering them and having them come back or yeah. having—I don't know. It's like to catch a predator. You you make the guy think that he killed um, uh, killed their victim, but uh, instead they end up um, I don't know coming back as a specter. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Or, I used to work in viral video, college humor, so uh, well,
0: it's right up your alley. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because exactly. they did it's, it um, for so right from the
4: uh, vitamin water campaign to uh, to the uh, Sobe campaign for uh, for wounded fawn.
1: I... So, Good spe- Speaking of murder, um, <laughs> we ask <laughs> we ask random questions occasionally. Um, what is the largest mammal that you think you could kill with your bare hands? <laughs>
4: Ooh! So, so it's uh, like you—you
1: you and this mammal is dropped into a cage, and it's like, yeah, a, you got to come out alive. What do you think it is?
4: Probably a teenage insurrectionist.
5: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: like, probably like a like a seventeen-year-old. Uh, uh, I don't know. Seventeen-year-olds can ridden, get pretty
2: big. They get some of them.
4: MAGA kid. No, true. And they, they terrify me. Um, but I think I could. Okay, maybe 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 fourteen. You know? maybe I, could. I think safe. I could take a fourteen-year-old insurrectionist, like someone who's like Margo Martindale type mom. You know, would bring him. And um, you know, tell him that he can smash that window. I think I could probably <laughs> kick their ass, um, but then again, I don't work out as much as I used to. <laughs> so we'll we'll have to, see, We'll have to
1: see. It's funny because that yeah. actually led to our one of our other questions we asked, which was, if you got attacked by a mob of angry <laughs> four-year-olds, how many oh, do you fuck. think you could take on before angry you succumb? 4 year olds Yeah, yeah 4 year olds
4: Oh, as many as they threw at me. Oh I mean,
0: you're, all, you're, like, you're like Barry. That was my answer, yeah. too,
2: Josh.
4: Guaranteed. <laughs> see, guaranteed. All. We
0: decided at some point you'd get tired.
4: <laughs> I mean, yeah, if we're talking like like zombie takeover thousands. Like, you know, if just they just a keep coming. Dying light. If they just keep coming, I'm going to get tired. I'm going to need some string cheese or something. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, if I had a moment to to fill up, um be okay.
1: So Barry's idea was to, one of the first four-year-olds he would take and use as a weapon against the other, <laughs> against the other
5: attacking four-year-olds. and I just fling that, him wow. around. That's good. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so Barry was like limitless. I was like, you know what, I could probably take on 75 or 100 before I just, I don't know, got succumbed, but...
3: This might be kind of a w- weird question, but I know okay. like Werewolves Within was about a video game. You've mentioned video games yeah. several times. Like, I, I mean, I'm only asking this because Dominic guess, loves video games. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess what 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 uh what college student doesn't? But uh. Who that? Uh, but you seem to have like a passion for video games, and Werewolves Within obviously had the highest rating review of any video game movie of all time.
4: Oh yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. So, <laughs> so, so does your passion for video games stem in like other types of your other of your films?
5: Oh, then
4: you so does, does my, you're asking does my passion for video games uh uh it does it does it influence um like yeah. films that I want to make for yep. example. Oh, yeah. that's an interesting question. I mean, you know, probably subconsciously, um, just like, uh, I don't know, subconsciously if, as storytellers, we might hold with us uh, the story of Goldilocks or something that we were told as a kid or, or <clears throat> uh, Wizard of Oz, for lack of a better comp. We might We might think of something that affected us on like a molecular level maybe my experience playing certain video games and the stress and even certain angles and stuff, I would say maybe I don't, I don't hold them with me consciously. Um, but I bet subconsciously, absolutely. Just as some, you know, uh, all films probably affect all filmmakers subconsciously. Um, and really all anyone creative, if you're directing theater and you saw something either in a film or on stage at some point, He's like athlete, but I, no, I like a uh, long answer longer. I don't, um, I don't, uh, consciously, um, kind of think, you know, Hey, what, what, what can I roll from uh, fallout three into, uh, my day working with IA cash, you know, but I
5: should, I really
0: should. So I have a question. Uh, so I, I'm on the board here for a young filmmakers Academy. So we have kids we do classes, usually about 21 kids. Um, and the big Mm -hmm. class is in the summer and the kids have to write a script and they, they they use all the cameras, they do, they direct, they take turns, they use all the equipment to make it, they act in it, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're just getting to the point where some of those kids are going off to uh, film school, which is pretty cool. Um, what advice do you give for kids? Like, I wish I could describe the area here. I mean, there's not a lot of opportunities out here for the kids here, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. but do you have advice for kids on, you know, what's their steps in, in getting more involved um, outside of just, you know, going to film school?
4: Um, Oh my gosh. I mean, take, uh, it's really as close to the creative process as you can get. And, and that those opportunities Exist everywhere. Every Mm. town, as far as I'm concerned, has some sort of small town theater or some sort of um, uh, uh, theater program. Mm -hmm.
5: Um,
4: So, you know, go take an acting class, go. um, uh, I don't know, do interviews with those local actors um, or find a filmmaker or someone who even works in film in that area or a makeup artist. And, you know, have lunch with them, um, pick their brain. You know, a lot of folks like me got – this is like my 50th podcast promoting <laughs> promoting yep. Wounded Fawn yep. and, and Blood Relatives. And I, I love talking about the movies that I did. Some people can't, can't stand it. I love it, and especially, you know, knowing that um, – and I love talking to – interviewers of all skill levels and from all walks of life and everything else. I, like I don't from don't
0: the really top echelon to like us down to somebody yeah, absolutely. else. Absolutely. From sure.
4: the top all the way down to, you know, Barbara <laughs> Walker's RIP. <I'm>
5: <laughs> i, I, talk, I to, talk to any
0: of them. Yeah. Blood relatives. I have not seen yet. That's one of the ones I still have to get to just a uh, FYI. I, I, my wife knows this like shutter is the only streaming service subscription. I feel like I get my value out of.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty rad. Uh pretty th- great.
0: this has been a great year for horror films and I mean mo- uh, plenty of shutter films ended up on a lot of top 10s this year um which yeah, I think is abso- awesome. Absolutely, I'm a little nervous it, it with the whole is. restructuring but hopefully
4: Yeah, it truly is. I, I hope it uh I hope it nets out okay. That's shudder now to tell me hopefully that I uh I'm going to get to do another movie with
2: them but we'll see. Awesome. Rotten Tomatoes really <laughs> love blood relatives by the way. Yeah,
0: know, yeah, it's on yeah, it's, it's on my list. Can you believe yeah. it? It's on my list, but things have gotten in the way, um, uh, especially okay, cause I want to life, see, life gets in the way. I want to see possession now that it's out there. And, uh, yes,
4: I haven't seen it either. I'm back. This is the thing about Sam Zimmerman's curation process. Is he just, he finds the real rippers, you know, and he get he finds a way to get them up there. Like I, you know, it was the first time I'd seen alligator was, was on shutter. And I'm hmm. like, that I, you know, that's, that's a classic. It's a, it's a John sales, aquatic
0: horror, mm-hmm. yep.
4: um, and with like Robert Forster, like, are you kidding me? It's incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's so much good stuff on yeah. there. I, it, That's just one of, one
4: of many examples.
0: I, yeah. I know that some members of the family get sick of me at some nights when they're like, well, <laughs> let's watch something. I'll be like, oh, let's go to Shudder. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I got one more question for you because I'm going to be cognizant of your time. Um, is that what do you have coming up?
4: Uh, I have a graphic novel, actually, um, that uh, hopefully will be coming out this year. It's a pretty twisted sort of Tales from the Crypt esque
3: mm.
5: uh,
4: story. <laughs> can't um, do it. And uh,
0: what's that? Joe's I, not going to be I reading it.
3: Can't do <laughs> it. <laughs> I,
4: there I think, better be a crypt I
3: keeper that tells jokes.
4: I'm confident. I'm
3: because I'm dying so to find out.
4: Uh, I I I think you can. I think you I think you'll be right, able to I'll right, I'll a
0: take a Are break. you going um, to be self-publishing that or is that going to be going through uh some sort of comic distributor um like It's
4: a, uh, through um this new company called uh, Invader Comics run by a guy named Mike Perkins and my buddy uh Kevin, uh Kevin uh Miller um who I've known for some years and um they just do they just do such rad stuff. So it's definitely an indie publisher but uh I just love them to death, and they—they've um, taught me so much. I'm trying to get sort of back in that world a bit. I mean, I say back in it as if I ever was in it, but I used to love comic books, yeah. and I would love to. Um, I know it's a great way for for any of us as creative human beings to um, to rustle up that uh, the nasty word in our business, or I guess I could say a good word, but to rustle up IP, you know, original. Mm-hmm. original property, intellectual property and like an original story that then like can pick up traction as opposed to spending, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars making even a, a small film or a short, you can spend slightly less, thousands, um, or high hundreds, to commission a favorite artist of yours to do five pages of artwork and make something that came directly from your imagination. And if it doesn't do well, like big whoop, you know, it's published, you got you know, you 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 put an artist to work. But if it does, like, hey, you could have just you know, created the next God knows what. Um, yeah. Uh, and so that's that's exciting to me. I'm excited to just at least like see what else we can do in that kind of medium.
0: Cool. Um guys, you yeah. got you got anything else for him? I don't. Josh, I appreciate your time. And um,
1: you know, from a non-horror guy, I am gonna take your advice. I'm gonna start with
0: tremors, try to work my way up. Yeah. Well, I'm a oh, huge man. fan, um, so this has been awesome for me because I'm just everything I've been doing lately revolves around horror movies, and um, I'm I'm really excited that we got to talk to you.
4: Oh, I'm so thrilled! Is it uh, is it going to air anywhere? Or is
0: it yeah, 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 no, it'll. Uh, I got to take a uh, time to edit it, and it'll be out not this Monday, but next Monday on uh, Apple hey. Podcasts and Spotify and all that stuff, and I'll send you a link when it's, it's ready.
4: If it was just a phone call with, with fans, I thought that would have been pretty rad, too, but hey, I'm, I'm glad it's coming out. I'll, I'll repost it, even though I'm off Twitter. You know, off that,
0: I know you're off Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, you by, know by uh, the same reason we're all on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't hey. you're gonna out. Hey. My,
0: my son has removed himself as well. So, um, hey, you're not, nice. you're not missing anything. <laughs> That's
4: the thing. I, 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 if you were, if you were on it, I'd feel like I was missing out, but now out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate your time. Um, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Usually, you know, we, we have mixed in, uh, you know, I, I do parody songs and commercials and stuff like that on the show and we ask ourselves dumb questions, but but we've also been lucky to have uh, various people on who we've been able to interview and somehow not, uh, you know, oh, offended right. them so much that they hung up on us. <laughs> but Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I will send you a link and I appreciate your time and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks, Josh. Yeah.
4: You too, guys. This has been All right. great. Thank you so much.
0: Right, See ya. Take it easy. Bye. That was fun.
3: That was real fun.
0: You guys enjoy that? Yeah. Very much. I
3: hope I didn't embarrass you at no. all.
0: Oh, you didn't, Dominic. No way down. Joe had some good questions. Barry, we, we sort of blindsided you a bit, but it all worked out. Um, anybody got any final thoughts? I would just say, if you, you guys don't have Shudder, but A Wounded Fawn is just like this hard-to-describe fever nightmare of a of a film that's got a lot of different elements going on and it probably needs a couple of watches before you're like, mm, okay. Uh, Scare Me, which was his, filmed he did during the pandemic, is really well done. Um, right. So knowing me... You would, you would be able to watch know. Scare Me. Okay. For sure. Um, and uh, Werewolves Within, I think you could watch that show. I think it would be All okay right. for you. And it is on Showtime right now. Okay. And uh, as Dominic said, it's the highest rated video game film ever.
1: All right. So I am going to... One of the questions I was going to ask Josh was like, when you go to IMDb, there's you know, for each one of the sh- you know things he's directed or acted in, there's a score, right? Like mm-hmm. the IMDb score, a Rotten Tomatoes score, a Metacritic yep. score.
0: Like, I was wanting to ask him, like, which one of those scores does he hold most? Uh, my guess is the one that gives him the highest rating. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've, I've
1: decided I'm going to start like a Joe rating first. Good idea.
0: I've I've tried to like not criticize when. I don't like a film like just. To, oh yeah, totally. Instead of putting it down, and just be like that. That just wasn't for it me just because wasn't for you, that's right. People, oh. people, no matter what, somebody put their heart and soul into yeah, it. As and, a
1: director, Andy, um, yeah, yeah.
0: There's a oh. lot of. <laughs> Barry's a musician, same thing, right? Well, I mean, it mean, doesn't bother you that my daughter was just like okay with your theme song.
2: <laughs> you know, when I go to karaoke, I'm not that guy where I'm like, oh, he can't sing. Cause like, First of all, I'm not that much better. And second of all, uh, you know, it's like, you know, they're not trying to impress anybody. Right.
0: And I don't, if they can't sing, that's when I go to the bathroom. Right. And honestly, I think a lot of films get like
3: negative reviews, not because of the quality of the film but because it's either something that people don't like. Like, I know a lot of directors, they just, I mean, not like directors, but I said that wrong, the opposite. I mean, I know a lot of reviewers, they may not like the sort of lower brow type of filmmaking, but there's a place for any type of art. I think low brow, high brow, there's, oh, if there's a market for it and an audience, I think you should respect it because it, it's going out there. It's trying to bring things in. It's trying to impress people, and it may not impress you. But if it's doing its job and it's impressing its target audience, I think it's doing pretty good from
1: a technical standpoint. You say that until like you remember, was it Freddie got fingered? Was that one? <laughs> <laughs> like what was that trying to do? Uh, uh, yeah. It's trying to it's trying to get the idiot to bring, well,
0: That was Tom Green, right? Yeah. yeah. So he was out there, but um, yeah, I mean really enjoyed many of his films so it was honor for me to get him and i I just think that if you even if you don't appreciate some of it his acting in a wounded fawn is freaking that i'm just telling you the end of it he'll just be like holy shit was he really doing that (laughs) i mean he's really good in it and that's and when i say i compare him to bruce campbell he could be in that that's a big praise from me because Bruce I, is like I, one I, of my favorite I, actors. I know how
1: you hold him in high um, regard. All right, I'll give it a try. All right, I will score it. I gotta think about what I'm gonna call a rating though. I'll come back with that.
0: You should start rating how scary films are that you see. And you could you could put out your own thing on, on the web, you know, like Uncle Joe's like, like, scaryometer.
3: So it's like the Scoville scale, yeah. like with like saw sauce. I like sauce. That. You should this, like
0: base it with that. This like, one's a jalapeno pepper. <laughs> this one's a California Reaper. Woo! <laughs> Big trouble for Joe. <laughs> All right, well, I'm just going to say, go Bengals. Thank you. Be rooting for them for the rest of the year. Uh, And uh, you are, of course, welcome to repeat all the (laughs) necessary things you did last year to make that Super Bowl appearance happen. Yeah. My spot on your couch. Yeah, you got. You have that spot on the couch. Uh, Joni's gonna have to get out of her cobwebs and come out because she was part of that. It
2: seems like they're peeking at the right time.
3: Yeah. You guys are gonna yeah. have to zoom me in because remember last year when I was on the couch. The only reason you guys lost the Super Bowl, I still believe, it, it's because the Super Bowl was the only game I missed because of you know we had
1: COVID kept me from going back to Georgetown.
0: Mm.
1: I think we would have won. I think you guys would have won. If, it, you lo- if you loved me, Dom, you'd stay home and do online classes.
0: We'll zoom him in.
1: Or or you could, like, if you want, you know, fly me out, because I I only have
0: class. Oh, I'm going to fly you (laughs) out. All right, Scott, good questions tonight. Scott. Oh, oh, sorry, Scott. Are you Oh, sorry. He's preparing for Idaho. (laughs) I think we need to talk about Scott. (laughs) We'll talk about him off the air. Um, But, uh, yeah. I just want to say I miss you, Scott, and I hope you come back. Yeah, we all miss him. He'll be back. I want you back he'll be back <laughs> anyways maybe we'll record a bonus episode on wednesday maybe we won't but this was this was good i appreciate you guys being here because uh, uh i'm gonna try and you know keep getting cool to guests on i think i've i've got another one in mind um and we'll uh we'll be back next week peace peace